0: The nature of your emergency. Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, I'm joined by Detective Walton. How are you? I'm good. This is the second time recording this intro because I forgot how to pronounce your last name <laughs> <laughs> and mine, too. Um, have you ever been in a situation where you're working on something and you're just in the midst of life, let's say, and then you feel like you're just never getting to where you're going and you're constantly just chasing that next thing.
1: It's that never ending hamster wheel where you're running, 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 and it never stops.
0: Yeah. Raising my hand. I'm on that (laughs) hamster wheel all day, every single day. And I wanted to share, um, just a book with you about this exact topic. I shared it inside of our police, fire, military and families, Facebook group, which you can go ahead and join. And people seem to get a lot of benefit out of it. And it's called the gap in the Gain" by Benjamin Hardy and Dan Sullivan. And he's explaining how to get off of that cycle and stop living in what he calls the gap and start living in the gain. And basically, let me see, I can, I can use an example. So, I'm working on so many projects right now, but one of the newest projects that I'm working on was I have published a lot of books into Amazon's KDP, um, just lower content, mid-content books. And a few months back, I was asked by Amazon to join this sort of backdoor um, project with them and to start creating some low and mid-content books on Kindle Scribe. So I make books that people could download onto their Kindle Scribe, and I do it under maybe five or six different pen names. And so in doing that, it takes a lot of work to be able to produce these books. And being that it's Kindle Scribe, the format of it is completely different than anything else that has ever been done. I started to feel a significant amount of pressure because nobody else has this opportunity but me, basically. And I'm not saying it's only me, but I can tell from the publishing of Kindle Scribe Books that however I got selected, there's only a very, very few that did. And so in saying that, there's this great deal of pressure to be able to produce as many of these books as I can that are still going to be of quality so that I can optimize this as best as possible. And in my mind, the way that this cycle is working is I've always wanted to be one of those people, right? Because I see people on Amazon that are published. And this is, by the way, is just something I do on the side because it's creative for me and I enjoy doing it. And I've always thought to myself, like, man, if I could have just been one of those first people to like put up one of those simple journals with the flowers on it, or be one of those first people to put up one of those YouTube videos or one of those first people to buy Bitcoin, right? Like if you could have just been one of those first people and somehow I am one of those first people in this opportunity. So there's a lot of pressure with that. And so far I'm nowhere near the amount of books that I want to have produced. I think I'm at like 37 of them now. And so I'm constantly every day not living in the the current right I'm living in the next thing that I have to do and it's it perpetuates every day what I mean by that is it it is one of those things that compounds over time so that feeling of just got to go got to do all the time nonstop it's it's not stopping and I bought this book for this particular reason. And they're talking about, instead of living in that gap of the things that are going to be, the things that could be, right? It's like that manifestation sort of mentality to instead shift your train of thought into all of the things that are now so that you're living in the gain. And it's incredible how you can simply make that shift and then notice the difference of the the pressure that's alleviated by that, that switch in mindset. And the example I can share is, we had a really good weekend when it comes to um, financial gain of some of these books that I have started to publish. There's one in particular to where it is it is monetized in ways that none of my other books have ever been. I'm seeing a financial gain on just one book listing in particular um, that. Basically, in a couple of days, the, what I'm used to seeing with my regular published books, I'm seeing in like two days. So that it's pretty phenomenal. And so by pausing for a second and allowing myself to sort of ruminate on the gain, right? And be thankful for this opportunity. It's something that's exciting. And when you allow that pressure to kind of be, ta- be taken, because the whole point is to make money off of them and then to add value, right? And so that's happening. That's not happening in the future. That's literally happening now. But if I'm not looking at it that way and I'm so fixated on what is to be, then how am I supposed to be thankful for the thing that I wanted in the very first place, which is the same thing that's currently taking place?
1: You know, and it's how I look at it and, and everything that you do you you have your hand in so many pots and you're doing such amazing work across the board and you have these opportunities that and and I think that's the hardest part is you keep having opportunities present themselves and they're amazing opportunities and it's always that newest and greatest thing that keeps being presented to you and that that is the hard part is okay well do I focus on this opportunity or this opportunity and too much opportunity could turn into a bad thing. And and the reason being is because there's only so much time in a day and there's so much that one person can do. And that's where it helps to have someone to support you and to, to help build that. And I look at it also from the law enforcement perspective is... You're on this hamster wheel of cases or calls for service and, and it's kind of going round and round on a, on a regular basis. And you're always looking for that new exciting thing, something to get you out of that ordinary. But in that same concept, we've strived to get to the certain points that we are in, in that, that career and it's enjoying that minute and putting your all and your effort into that one opportunity in which is pinging at you the most to keep moving forward with it.
0: Yeah. And I I know for me too, this hasn't happened. It didn't happen last year and it hasn't happened for a while, but I know something that helps me a lot is having a timeout and like a, a reboot, right? Because in the midst of living in this gap, I've been thinking like, if I just had some time away from everything else, right? To just focus on this and to just do this. And so that might be something that, you know, I might need to explore soon because I know that that's something that benefits me. And so I think that it's, we all get caught up in this, right? This is just one example, but I think that Clint, you have gotten caught up in it like this too. Um, so what are some ways that you have found to be able to not, live in the the gap and to live in the game
1: for me like and, and the big thing that has worked is like you just said is taking that moment stepping back from everything doing something completely unrelated to it and then you get that clarity on okay this is the most important and this is what i want to focus on right now and and i think the that that's the biggest takeaway is sometimes Take a day, take a couple of days and you just completely step away from it all and then you'll have more clarity on what it is that you truly want.
0: Yeah. And I know for me too, something else that has helped is being able to literally write down all of the projects that I'm working on and all of the projects that I still need to begin and then to start to roadmap it. And for my quarter one, that is my main focus is mapping all of these things. Because while yes, too many things can end up to be a bad thing in the long run, I think that if you're strategizing things correctly, then you can you can create an engine that's optimized in a way to be able to still fulfill everything that you need to do in those things while still enjoying it. And for me, creating that roadmap and having a a working list, um, that helps to where it's not like I have literally, I'm probably working on maybe 40, 50 projects right now. So instead of working on 40 or 50 projects every day, if you have a roadmap and it's literally a checklist of things that you have to do, um, you're not working on them all at once, but you've strategically laid it out based on priority. And that, that also takes off a lot of the pressure.
1: Absolutely. And, and that's a great way, especially with you, you're so analytical and you're able to map time block everything out to fit what you want. And, to be most beneficial to you and to everything that you're doing. So I think that's a great way. And and just as an extra shot in the dark, you can always draw out everything you're having and throw a dart at it and see see where it lands on and then that's your main focus. <laughs> you're silly.
0: I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. And I hope that you realize that if you too are living in the gap, that there's a very simple strategy in shifting focus and being deliberate so that you can focus on living in the game, because all of those things that you're chasing, all the things that you hope will exist one day, I I can bet that a lot of that is already existing in your life today. If you have gotten any value, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.